You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name. Joining me as always is my good friend Frank Madden. And bringing you today's episode is our friends at MyBookie. MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus right now if you join MyBookie. Use promo code L-O-N-B-A. Again, that is L-O-N-B-A to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Frank, uh... A lot of strange kind of like newsy type things today um, with just just like a James Young and who am I? No, who am I kidding? Big news. Giannis Adetokounmpo is the leading <laughs> vote getter for the NBA All-Star Game. Yes, Giannis Adetokounmpo in Milwaukee is the leading vote getter for the NBA All-Star Game. After the the first update we've had on voting, that is insane, Frank. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think back to last year when uh, when we were talking about Giannis's All Star chances, you know, we thought I, we, coming this season we thought he was going to be an All Star, but I remember saying that I did not trust, and at the time it was a new voting process split between players, fan uh, players, fans, and media. Um, I didn't trust fans in particular to. Yeah to vote for Giannis in, in droves. And I was wrong. I mean, last year he was in, uh, he was a starter voted by each of those groups. So it was, you know, a shoe in a shoe in thing. So, I mean, obviously I don't think any of us had any expectations that Giannis was not going to be an all-star starter this year. Um, but to ascend to the level where you are, even if just barely beating LeBron James <laughs> and every other NBA basketball player, uh, at the highest level of the sport, uh, in voting, um, it, it's incredible. I mean, it, you know, again, I, I, I'm not, I'm not really shocked necessarily. Um, but it's just, I think a great statement, not just about obviously what Giannis, uh, has done on the court, but kind of just like what he represents. And, um, you know, I, I, I know we've, we've talked about, you know, will there ever be a Giannis backlash and, you know, all this stuff. And I, I mean, not yet for sure i mean (laughs) he's playing at such a high level he's still so young and the type of person he is the you know the type of character he has um the fun loving kind of attitude he brings i mean obviously he he's locked in when he's playing but but he you know he brings a fun a fun name you know obviously the things he can he can do as a fan are just ridiculously fun to watch but um but he just sort of i think embodies like everything you would want in a young star athlete in any sport but obviously we are very blessed as Bucks fans to have him um, not just be leading this team, but representing the Milwaukee Bucks. And and obviously, it's um it, it's just a great thing, and you're just really happy for him. And you know, you you, you kind of just look at it; and it's just it's just crazy to think just you know how much it's like every year, every year he does he he just gets 
so much better and so much better and so much better. And obviously at this point it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough to get that much better statistically than what he's doing right now. Um, and certainly you, you can't get any more, uh, adulation from, from fans than to be the number one vote getter for the all-star game. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a tremendous honor and we'll see if it, if it keeps up, obviously we're not, we're not quite there yet, but, um, I think it's, yeah, it's just a great thing. And I think it's just a, a great story for, for the bucks. And of course for Giannis, we will screenshot all of these takes. We will screenshot all of your articles that mention who is the next big thing because you're going to delete them. It's not Joel Embiid, it's not Kristaps Porzingis, it's not Ben Simmons, it's not any of those people. It is Giannis. Like and and it's it's just kind of interesting to see like that's always been like, oh, the the next batch of young up and coming stars. No. There's one. It is Giannis. And he's currently eclipsing the biggest basketball star on the planet. And and that might not stay. Like LeBron fans may come out and say, like, okay, this is this is not okay. We're gonna make sure that we pick up the slack here and get the what is he down? Like seven thousand votes or something like that. Like they'll they'll pick it up and they'll they'll get LeBron over and then maybe Giannis is number two to LeBron. But Embiid plus Porzingis right now, less than Giannis. Like those two guys, and the, and Embiid's social media following, everyone loves that dude. He's the best. Look at all the memes he's created. He's so much fun. No, he doesn't quite have the star power of Giannis Antetokounmpo, and and it's just kind of crazy to think that it, that's the guy that Giannis has developed into, and and I think it speaks to. A lot of the things about Giannis, it obviously speaks to the level of his play. I think it speaks to his personality. I think it speaks to his charisma. Because uh, th- there's no doubt that you will be entertained if you watch Giannis. If you watch Giannis play basketball, you just will. And, and he doesn't even have to have a great night because even on the nights where he's bad, he's probably gonna have 20 points. And when he is bad, he's still gonna have three dunks that make you think, w- "What game am I watching?" And in between all of that, he's probably going to make a couple stink faces. He's probably going to have a couple mean mugs. He's probably going to make a pass or two that makes you say, oh, that was kind of cool. He's just generally going to be flying all over the place. Uh, And uh, like I said, he might not end up being the leading vote getter, but the fact that he is in the same category and currently eclipsing LeBron James is crazy. Crazy. Like, he doesn't have a signature shoe yet. He just signed his big shoe deal. That's still a year away. And he still gets the most votes. So they, they get, in the same way that he can always improve, or seemingly always improve as a basketball player, like, his stature, his, his media uh, empire, his brand can still increase by leaps and bounds like once he gets a shoe once he starts getting featured in nike commercials more regularly like there's so much there left for him and he's already the leading vote getter for uh the entire nba it's crazy yeah and 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 for context so a year ago the first fan voting um came back january 5th 
Um, so basically right around this, the same time. And LeBron was first with 595,000 votes. Uh, Kyrie was second, is in the East, with 543,000. Of course, he's a guard, obviously. And then Giannis was third with 500,000 votes. So he was about, you know, less than 100,000 votes shy of LeBron. This year, what is it? He's like at 863,000 compared to uh, LeBron. LeBron at 856. Yeah, so he's about 7,000 ahead and um yeah and and oh and i should also note in the west last year durant was at 541 steph was at 523 harden at 519 russell westbrook 501 so you actually had four guys in the west who actually had more votes than him last year so he was i guess seventh uh in voting last year at this time uh in the whole nba so yeah i mean it, it just tells you as much as Giannis kind of had his big breakout in terms of i think visibility and popularity a year ago um he's obviously taken that to another level this year and um you know again hopefully people are are tweeting you know Giannis at kumbo <laughs> hashtag nba vote i think you can i think you can do it um via the bucks facebook page i think like if you comment like nba vote with the name or something in, in a comment or something like that i think that also counts and i think i think is it is it on Instagram too? I can't even remember, but um, but yeah. So I, I I don't think last year was on Instagram. Maybe this year it is. But um, I just use Twitter. And if you see anybody with Giannis Adekumbo or Giannis's handle um, and the hashtag NBA vote, you can just retweet them as well. Every day you can you can do that once and it and it counts. So and also to note, if you want to vote and do this, you can't put more than one player into a tweet or or whatever. So make sure to you know if you want to. We haven't talked about Eric Bledsoe and Chris Middleton, obviously. We encourage you to vote for them as well. Um, we assume that they would obviously only have a chance at making the All Star Game via the coaches um, after the starters are announced. So it doesn't really matter if they, you know, finish last or something in, in voting here. But um, Giannis obviously should be your focal point. So tweet, retweet, Facebook comment, whatever. And um, yeah, hopefully it would be awesome to see Giannis be the leading vote getter. And this year, obviously, the the wrinkle to all this is that. The teams are not just going to be the strict East-West teams like in previous years. Um, there will be a like schoolyard draft style thing with two captains, and the captains will be the leading vote getters from each conference. So, what is the best- player pool like? That is the is it the same way like five four other starters? Like I that's the thing I still every time I read about it I get more confused because I feel like it changes and i don't know what's going on yeah so the format is obviously different this year and i think we've also been a little confused (laughs) about how it's going to work um and and we we've we checked this when it was first announced i think in october and then we were rechecking it again today um it so it seems like the the captains from each conference or the leading vocators from each conference then get to basically do their alternating picks from the remaining pool of players and key thing to note here because i think one of the first things people thought when this was announced was oh now the western conference can get you know more all-stars because it's not going to be by mm-hmm. conference but but that's actually not the case so the the actual pool of players is still going to be you know evenly distributed between the two conferences um and uh, to be honest i know when we were going through that exercise the other day of of trying to figure out you know who are the east all-stars in the context of like could chris middleton and eric bledsoe make it i mean i don't i don't think they're going to be a bunch of guys it's not like they're going to be some undeserving guys picked in the east i don't think i think there's actually you know with guys like oladipo and Embiid being healthy and you know porzingis kind of making a leap i i think this is the, the east is going to have a very nice roster to be honest yeah but 
um, because we're going to be picking with the captains, you know, there's not actually going to be an East team. So it, it seems like the players will just pick from the full pool. Um, you know, so basically the two captains plus 22 other guys. So, you know, in theory, a guy could, you know, you could see, you know, four guys who were selected as quote unquote starters in the East from the voting actually you know, get picked by one team. And, you know, so it's not like the starters necessarily are going to match up from what we can tell. Although who knows how they may, you know, if they've even, who knows if they've even realized that, like, to be honest, it's been such a mess, but um, also but, I've, I've been thinking about jerseys too. Like, is it going to just say like team Giannis across the front? It's a good question. Cause like I, he, I, if he's not beholden to Eastern conference selections, right. He doesn't re- necessarily represent the Eastern conference and right. you wouldn't have an Eastern conference Jersey of like Kevin Durant or something like that doesn't right. make any sense. So yeah. I don't it, know. Maybe, maybe they'll just, yeah, they, they'll, I mean, cause if so, assume- a Jersey that says Giannis on the front and a dead Kumbo on the back might be the best selling Jersey of all time in the, st- <laughs> in the state of Wisconsin. Like, well, yeah. And, and to be honest, I mean, it's so interesting. Do you ever remember? I don't know how many times they've done this, but I know I've seen it at some point. Um, have you? Do you ever remember seeing them do an All Star game where they didn't actually wear? They just had their team like, jerseys. Yeah, they just wore yeah. their team. Road. I actually kind of like that. Me just too. Because I don't know. I mean, like whatever. They don't sell a few more, you know, All Star jerseys or whatever. But um, some of the the, the All Star jerseys have been a pretty mixed bag over the years, and I feel like <laughs> it's kind of fun seeing the guys in their team jerseys because they're also i mean not that it's hard to pick these guys out like if you're a fan of the nba but it just i don't know there's something cool about you know like seeing Giannis in his bucks jersey um and and i think that's kind of cool so i i would be totally fine with with that approach but let me ask i have so many questions and there's no answers i don't know anything (laughs) people are gonna be tweeting us and we're gonna be like i don't know know." (laughs) like yeah um by the way i did i did look up so so officially the ways you can vote Twitter, as I mentioned, you do hashtag NBA vote and either the player's first and last name or their Twitter handle. Um, you can only vote for 10 players per day total, separate tweets. Uh, by the way, I know people have joked about how many votes Giannis could get if people could spell his name correctly. I know, I believe last year they said yeah. that they actually counted different variants of his spell of his of his name spelling. So it, they had, I don't know, they had some kind of algorithm that apparently was looking for not just the proper spelling of his name. But um, so I, I don't think Giannis got screwed out of votes last year. Hopefully it's not going to happen this year, but um, either way, man, if he uh, got screwed out of votes and has 7,000 more than LeBron, <laughs> man, that'd be impressive. Um, NBA.com and the NBA app. You can do um, Google search NBA vote, all-star or NBA vote in bucks. And you'll have like a voting thing pop up in your Google search. Um, and then Amazon Alexa, with the NBA All-Star skill enabled, say, Alexa, open NBA All-Star and then request to vote. I mean, who's doing that? Nobody's doing that. I have an, I have a, an Amazon Echo and there's no way I'm going to try to do that. Um, You're such a liar, Frank. You're yeah. going to do it later uh, tonight. No. Well, I, as, uh, as David Locke reminds us during some of the breaks in our podcast, you can use uh, Amazon uh, Alexa to actually listen to our podcast and I actually have never even tried to do that so, so feel free to pause your pause it right now on Alexa vote for whatever bucks you want and come right back it'll be fine yeah exactly uh, and Facebook post a player's first and last name and the hashtag NBA vote uh, so same basic ideas um, as with Twitter so so yeah so we know there are going to be two captains one from each conference <laughs> I think I guess right now it would be what Steph Curry and Giannis right those yes. are the two captains um, 
So let me ask you this. So if you are Giannis, if you are Giannis and you have the first overall pick and you can pick anyone other than Steph Curry, obviously the guy has to be in the All-Star game. I doubt you're going to try to pick a guy who's not in the All-Star game, but if you have to pick a guy in the All-Star game... <laughs> Chris who, Middleton. Yeah. <laughs> DeAndre Liggins. Come on down. <laughs> um, who, who is your first pick if you are Giannis? Well, if Giannis gets it, that means that LeBron James is available. So I would yep. say LeBron James. Uh, I don't know how well those two guys' games mesh together, but if you select that team, I think that... That means at least another. I, I think that would be the guy. Like, yeah. I, there's other people that I think make a lot of sense for the way that Giannis plays, but I feel like having LeBron on my team is the safe way to go about anything. Yeah, I, I and I, I think this is one of the things. I mean, there, there are politics in this, obviously, and there's been a lot of debate over. I think there was talk that the that the league would not reveal the order in which players were picked. Um, which to me is kind of stupid, right? Because it's like, I mean, these guys are all-stars. They're big that's, boys. They can like, handle it, That's why it, it's right? cool. Like yeah. televising it and right. seeing people get picked is why this is cool. Right. Like, just right. finding out a, a day later. I, I don't care. I want right. to see the pettiness. I want to see like Harden and like pass on Westbrook or Westbrook pass on Harden. Like I want to see all of yeah. that. Like that's what well, I want. I, yeah, and especially – I mean, it's it's especially fascinating because if you're the Bucks, as a Bucks fan, and your player Giannis, your best player Giannis, who you're trying to build around, is picking, it would be legitimately fascinating to see which guys he would want. I mean, granted, it's an All Star game; it's not necessarily reflective of what you who you would pick to play with you, you know, in re- the real NBA. But um, but it would be fascinating to just see. Well, who who would Giannis want to pick? You know, would he pick Kyrie Irving over? whoever you know like russell westbrook you know like, like what, a couple picks early <laughs> yeah like what is what is his mindset you know who 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 does he like because that's one of the interesting things about Giannis is there is no Giannis banana boat right i mean nope. he's he's a pretty he's pretty um and i forget who wrote that article but it, it was a story about how kind of famously sort of not in the nba kind of you know obviously he's not in the team usa click because he's not american but um but sort of how how much outside of sort of the typical like NBA buddy, buddy summer workout together, scrimmage together type environment he is, including going so far as actually turning down the chance to work out with LeBron a year ago. I think it was Arnovitz. So, I don't know why I want to say that. Arnovitz. Yeah, that, 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 that's very possible. So I, I think that's interesting just because it'd be interesting to see just what Giannis thinks. I would say, I, I think absolutely you have to go LeBron. Like there's LeBron is the, if, if you don't pick LeBron, ev- like people will say, you didn't pick LeBron and then, <laughs> and then like LeBron's going to want to like wreck you the next time you play him yes. more so than any other player. Like other players are not going to want to wreck you because you passed on them with the first pick in the all-star draft. I feel like LeBron would take that as a personal slight, which is justifiable to be honest, because yes. he's incredible and his history. So I think in part because he is, I think still the best player on the planet in LeBron. Um, I would pick LeBron, but also because I think just sort of the, you know, salute to his greatness respect um respect the throne you know um and and again he this is the guy that you are trying to sort of take the mantle from and and take the handoff from in terms of like that best player in basketball uh title so show him show him the proper respect and i certainly Giannis seems like he has 
the utmost respect for LeBron. So, um, so that would be my pick as well. I think if not LeBron, I would say, I would say, I would say Durant would be a good pick because not only is Durant obviously incredible, um, again, like you can obviously say, well, he's not like, yeah, I don't know how well he fits next to Giannis <laughs> even in an all-star format, you know, but I would say Durant could be a really good option because not only is Durant arguably right there as well in that conversation of best basketball players in the world, um, but also Durant has shown Giannis so much love and respect publicly. Yeah. Um, talking about uh, with Bill Simmons that Giannis was like the guy that he loves to watch and that he could 30 be, different times. Yeah. And that he could be the greatest ever and all this stuff. So there's a lot of respect from Durant for Giannis. So it would be cool to get to show some love back to Katie and pick him. If, uh, if for instance, Steph Curry got the first pick, well, if Steph Curry gets the first pick, he has to pick Durant, right? Because he can't pass over yeah. his teammate for LeBron, but, um, but still, so, so I, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting question, but, uh, but yeah, Durant, uh, wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be a bad pick either. I mean, after LeBron, it's whoever isn't the captain from golden state. Like right now, Durant is the leading vote getter in the Western conference with seven sixty. Oh, he is. Oh, I'm sorry. So I, I I totally I, I thought it's Curry. It's all good. Seven hundred sixty-seven thousand. But either way, like the whatever arguments you were applying can just be applied to the other Golden State Warrior. Like right. if it isn't Durant, then Curry would be the guy behind LeBron. And if it isn't, if it is Curry, then it would be Durant. Like because that that would be what you you'd want that that shooter. And I think those are all the guys that would kind of mesh the best uh they clearly understand how to how to play together with other stars while if you draft james harden eh, he's probably gonna want the ball all the time which is which is fine for Giannis in a in an all-star setting because that just means a bunch of alley-oops but at the same time you'd kind of like you're the captain it's your team you should want the ball um so a guy like curry or durant would i think after lebron probably make the most sense but it is just kind of it's funny to think that Giannis winning that could mean LeBron isn't a captain like that I would assume the NBA they'd be pleased that Giannis is ascending and becoming a a global superstar Uh, but at the same time like we did this whole captain thing and LeBron isn't one of them like what? This sucks. <laughs> this is not what we planned at all. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see. But uh, I think, I mean, it's just a lot of fun stuff there. Like, it's just it's just crazy that Milwaukee's little Giannis Adetokounmpo has grown into the world's most popular basketball player. Yeah. Like, what? That's yeah. the guy that plays for the Milwaukee Bucks every single night. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so let me, I, I mean, we talked about this before we've, uh, and people may remember us talking about this in sort of a different conversation, but if instead of being just for the all-star game, this was to actually pick a guy that you would get, then get to play with in your actual team. If you're, if, if we translate this into that, um, and then let's ignore the, the other captains and all that stuff. I, I know my answer. Um, I'll let you 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 offer your your answer as well. I think we may have the same one. But if you were Giannis and you could pick one other player to put on the Milwaukee Bucks, regardless of the rules of the collective bargaining <laughs> agreement and all that other stuff, which of these guys would you actually want on your team? Ignoring the whole All Star and you know whatever other politics that are in this. This one's really difficult because obviously uh, 
my admiration for LeBron James as a basketball player is well known, and I think Durant's probably second behind him on the the best basketball player in the world list. But I think I'm going Steph Curry, just because you're you're gonna have a totally different type of basketball player, and the gravity that he has can be unlike the gravity anyone else has. So giving Giannis finally. Someone on the Milwaukee Bucks that can create threes and deep threes off the dribble at in it just an insane rate and hit them at an insane rate. Like, I, like we we like the the look of a Bloodsoe Giannis pick and roll right now, a Curry Giannis pick and roll. <laughs> like you don't have a chance. It's over. Just walk off the floor. You know, you, it's done. Uh, so uh, Curry Curry's my answer. Yeah, I would probably get that. I mean, if you factor in things like age and kind of like a longer term view as well, I mean, uh, obviously LeBron has not has not begun to decline. But <laughs> I mean, he's we have the conversation everywhere. It's like, well, he's he's thirty one, he'll decline. He's thirty two, he'll decline. He's thirty three. You know, now he's thirty three. Uh, presumably, he should start declining at some point. But it, obviously, it's not. We're not there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Curry's a bit younger. Um, and I just think his shooting is going to age very well also. I mean, again, um, he, he's going to be an incredible player for years and years to come. So I would, I would probably go Curry just cause I think it would unlock Giannis, um, in, in the best, in, like more than any other playing with any other guy. And I just think Curry changes the way defenses have to play more than any other player. And I don't think, I mean, we've seen it with like Durant. I mean, the fact that he coexists with Durant and Clay and, and Draymond, obviously, um, like I don't think like it, it, play, it would be interesting to see Giannis play with somebody like Harden because Harden's obviously super high usage, but I mean Harden could also and whether in an All Star game or otherwise, I mean Harden could also make Giannis look incredible in the pick and roll, right? Yeah. I mean you see what what Harden has done for Clint Capella, um, <laughs> you know, like he could do amazing things with Giannis in pick and roll, but. He would, I think, just because he is more of a pure scorer. And I mean, obviously, he's an incredible shooter as well, but isn't quite Curry just in terms of his gravity, right? Nobody in the history of the game has been like Curry in terms of gravity. So, yeah, I would I would probably also go Steph. But by the same token, it's like, you know, can you imagine if you had LeBron and, and, Gian- <laughs> and Giannis or Durant Giannis and you were just playing? I mean, you would play you would probably play a ton of small ball with those two guys at the four or five positions. And I mean, yep. good lord! Like, good luck. Maybe, maybe the two most physically freakish players, um, you know, certainly of the last couple of decades uh, on the same team, sharing the same court. That would be pretty fun. So, anyway, okay. I think that's I think that's all I've got for for all star stuff. But at least uh, at least we had a nice positive conversation. You know, we didn't have to talk about like DeAndre Liggins or something like that, which I feel like I talk about way too much. <laughs> I would agree. We we do tend to talk about that way too much. And something that we don't talk about enough is my bookie. Bowl season is here and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for payout? Sign up at mybookie.ag today and get paid fast when you win. My bookie is your hookup for all your betting needs and you can even deposit using Bitcoin. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money betting on the bowl games, you got to go to mybookie.ag. You don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourself. They have odds on every matchup as well as in-game live betting on all this season's NFL games and bowl games. Join now and mybookie will match your deposit up to a 50% bonus. Use promo code 
L-O-N-B-A. Again, that's L-O-N-B-A to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, Frank, we have two basketball games to break down here. Uh, I guess some there was just one other piece of news I mentioned earlier, um, and I want to address it just so people don't freak out. Um, James Young was given a two-way contract by the Philadelphia 76ers, and he is no longer going to be a member of the Wisconsin Herd. The reason I want to mention this is because I think at times there is a misconception that anyone on the Herd can just get called up. That is not how this works. The Bucks didn't have the rights to James Young. The Herd had the rights to James Young, but... Since they weren't giving him a two-way contract or an NBA contract, another team could come in and sweep him up, and that is exactly what the Sixers did. James Young is no longer a member of the Wisconsin Herd and will be now with the Philadelphia 76ers. Is that clear? Is there anything else you think we need to clear up there with G League and two-ways and... NBA contracts. We're, it's like we're only talking about confusing things today. The new all-star <laughs> draft thing yes. and the two-way contracts, which at least we, at least at this point, I feel like we've, you know, blindly stumbled our way through enough two-way stuff that we, we sort have. of are beginning to understand how two-ways work. Um, but yeah, interesting, interesting time right now because um, the deadline for signing guys to two-way contracts is January 15th. Uh, and at that point, you know, guys would only have about 22 days of NBA service left just because it's about midway through the season. So those 45 days get prorated down to about 22. Um, so we'll see if there'll be a fair bit of action around two-way contracts. Um, interestingly, Bobby Marks from ESPN uh, reported in a story he wrote about decisions around guaranteeing contracts um, that uh, Sean Kilpatrick had 12 days left on his uh, two-way contract in terms of NBA days. Um so that's obviously important because, um, as we've mentioned, you know, if the Bucks do want to keep him in the NBA beyond uh, that two-way contract, they would have to find a roster spot for him and give him an NBA contract. So, uh, again, the obvious thing that we've talked about, I think really, I think right when he signed, we talked about this idea of, you know, they can waive DeAndre Liggins, opening up a roster spot, then they can convert Sean Kilpatrick if they so choose or you know, they could pick another guy, obviously, yep. um, but they could convert, you know, him or, or Joel Ballenboy, right, who we haven't really talked much about. But I imagine Joel Ballenboy has maybe even fewer NBA days left than than Sean Kilpatrick at this point, given he's spent a fair mm-hmm. bit of time in Milwaukee. Um, so uh, so they can con- choose to convert uh, Kilpatrick or theoretically Ballenboy to an NBA contract to basically take that Ligand spot. Um, I mean, they could also waive, you know. Jet or Rashad Vaughn or whatever, but those guys have guaranteed contracts. So um, certainly from a financial perspective, also a basketball perspective, I don't see why you'd do that versus waving Liggins. But um, but yeah, it's an interesting time because these contract guarantee dates happen. So everybody who's got a non-guaranteed deal like a Liggins, um, their deals become guaranteed for the full season on January 10th. And as you mentioned the other day, because of the couple of days for waving waiver wires, um, you actually need to make those moves by January 7th. So I guess this weekend, Sunday, the Bucks will have to make a decision on Liggins, and that obviously has implications for Kilpatrick, potentially for Joel Ballenboy. Um, and again, if they do, then if they were to convert one of those guys, then they would have the ability to sign another two-way guy um, by January 15th to take that last two-way spot. So James Young uh, played really well um, for the Wisconsin Herd. You know, got to tip your hat. He 
was released early um, from the Bucks during camp. He was not did not go down to the wire as far as him getting one of those roster spots. Obviously, Gerald Green was a guy we thought was going to get it. Um, gets waived, and then you know was sitting on the couch for a few months, and then has just been you know literally just on fire for the Rockets over the past week. Um, but James Young, to his credit, has played really well, and now he's going to get a chance to maybe show the Sixers something. Um, and obviously, you know, I mean, I, again, like it's very, I mean, it's different things, right. To be an effective player in the G league versus an effective player in the NBA. Um, but you know, I mean, would I rather have, you know, James young than Deandre Liggins? Yeah, sure. Who knows? Right. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe James young could be decent. Right. And we, we know what Liggins is. So, um, so yeah, Liggins uh, young is now gone. And I know some people have talked about, you know, should the Bucks try to make a move to bring in Xavier Munford, who's played really well for the herd, who, um, I think are the herd, the, the best team in the G league or something like that. I think they're like, they, they've been up there. Yeah, they're right. They're right up there. I mean, they've been a great story this year and Munford's been a big part of that. Um, he did have that brief, uh, period where he was off representing Team USA and I think the, the FIBA America Cup. But um, yeah, Munford's been great. And I think the question, though, is, you know, um, do the Bucks or do another team, you know, do they want a guy like him who's kind of a combo guardish type? Um, but, you know, again, he's doing everything that, you know, you could really expect him to do in the G League. Moral of the story, we would likely advocate for signing just about anyone over DeAndre Liggins at this point. Right, that, like that's that's pretty much the the pretty spot much. that we are at. So we'll see. Uh, but like you said, two games for the Bucks this weekend, and maybe that would be the time on the seventh on Sunday uh, where they have to make a decision on Liggins. So maybe he gets through this Wizards game on Saturday night, and then uh, that would be it. But the two games the Bucks have: Raptors on Friday night, Wizards on Saturday night. Uh, those are both seven o'clock starts. Uh, the Raptors obviously a team the Bucks saw just a couple days ago. They saw them on Monday lose to them in overtime, give up 52 to DeRozan. And I guess I, I don't know if there's a ton to break down here. You, you kind of understand with the Raptors how they're going to do things. You've now seen the new look Toronto Raptors in that DeRozan's shooting threes. Uh, they are moving the ball more. They are still pretty deadly offensively and quite good defensively. They are fourth in offense rating, sixth in defensive rating. They are just a very good basketball team, currently sitting at 26-10 and 10 and second in the Eastern Conference. Um, they're a good basketball team, and the Bucks are going to have a tough test. Uh, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, obviously, the Bucks have success in the past against the Raptors um, last year, um, a little bit in the regular season, and then certainly, obviously, uh, in a couple games in the playoffs. Um, but we've also know that, you know, if you've read anything about the Raptors, I mean, we saw it a bit firsthand, obviously, uh, offensively, they've done a nice job of, you know, becoming a team that moves the ball a lot more than they have in the past, um, which certainly also makes them more difficult, I think, for a team like the Bucks to, to cover, more difficult for any team, really. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to to see if the Bucks can get another crack at them, and obviously feel they probably feel like they they let one slip through their fingers uh, in Toronto, given they had um, a lead late in that game and you know couldn't close them out. So um, that's obviously a very good test against a team that is you know a, one of the top teams in the East. And you know again, if you want to be a team like that, you have to start winning some of these games. We saw them pull out a game against the Cavs recently, and and now they get a chance the Raptors at home. And I think the Wizards game, and to be honest, I think the Wizards game is 
and again, they're all game. <laughs> I mean, they're all important. They're all worth one, you know, one game. Um, but I think the Wizards game is even more important because the Wizards are the team that are in fourth spot right now in the East. The Bucks are um, what one game, two two wins, uh, zero losses behind them. I think in the in the standings. Yep. And you know, to be honest, it's sort of one of those things like the Wizards have been obviously a, a, a clearly better team than the Bucks the last couple of years. They've won playoff series. Um, you know, like the expectations are are probably, you know, in the coming of the season, probably a little higher for the Wizards than the Bucks. But, I mean, why? <laughs> like, you know, like, yep. like, I mean, if you're the Bucks, like, you have to look at the Wizards and say, we're more talented than these guys, right? I mean, John Wall is is a great player. Maybe hasn't been at his best this year. Bradley Beal has, you know, stepped up. And, you know, we, we obviously talked about why we think he's going to be an all-star this year. But beyond those two guys, and neither of those guys is obviously on Giannis's level in terms of just – top, top, top tier, uh, leading all-star vote-getter type talents. Um, you know, that they've got some nice players. Otto Porter is a, a really nice player, really good glue guy type guy, um, does a lot of things really well and maybe don't show up um, except in like things like RPM where he looks like a star. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they've got like guys like Kelly Oubre, Gortat, you know, guys who can kind of do things on a given, on any given night. Um, Morris can maybe do things on any given night. But there's nothing like scary about this Wizards team, right? And nope. um, again, like this, you know, we talked about the Pacers the other night being a team that um, you looked at and said, "Well, why are the Bucks? Why were the Bucks even close to them in the standings?" <laughs> like yes. you got to get separation between yourself and teams like the Pacers, teams like the Pistons, and I think also the Wizards. Even though the Wizards have been more successful than than any of those teams in the past few years, I think you know you got to start beating the Wizards because you've lost a lot of games against the Wizards. We saw one earlier this year. Um, you got to start taking care of business against a team like this because, you know, th- this is the, you know, I don't want to call, <laughs> I don't want to call them a speed bump on your way up the Eastern Conference because that, that's giving the Bucks way too much credit. Um, but uh, that's how you, I mean, they're a rung in the ladder, you know, I mean, if, if you have Giannis, you got to be aiming for the top and, you know, you, you obviously want to beat like teams like the Raptors and the Cavs and the Celtics, but you you first got to probably take care of business against a team like the Wizards. If you're going to say after a game that this one was important because it counts for two uh, in reference to the Indiana Pacers, you sure as hell better be thinking the exact same thing uh, against this Wizards team, right? Like, there, There's no reason to look down on the standings and say that without also looking up the standings and saying this could come in handy later this year beating this team right now so that we actually get the fourth spot. If we're if you look at yourself and say, well, maybe we're not going to catch the Celtics, the Raptors, or the Cavs, which I would hope is not the defe- defeatist mentality that you would have. But if you feel that those three teams are that much better than you and that fourth spot needs to be yours, well, the Wizards are the team you have to go through to get that fourth spot. And they've been a, a better team lately obviously they, they had really struggled there uh for a while and you just see them come back and you need to take care of business and uh, it, i guess these games are interesting just because you gave up 52 to DeRozan or earlier this week so does that mean the blitzing the trapping does that come out to an even greater level uh, than it did that other night like is that from the start just 
trapping the ball out of his hands and letting other people hurt you because I think that's largely been the Bucks' strategy against uh, star players that have very high usage is to try to do that. But then every once in a while they'll sink on Russell Westbrook and he'll tear them up. Like So just kind of watching that I think is going to be interesting. And then uh, against the Wizards, trying to figure out how you beat that team. Uh, 99-88 loss earlier this year and see if you can get a win against that team uh, because again they're they're not a team that really shoots a ton of threes a 20th in three-point attempt rate uh, and obviously we always talk about how that's something that can really hurt you uh, but at the same time they're a team that is 10th in offensive rating and 8th in defensive rating so uh, the offense right now is the Bucks' strength so they're going to go up against the strength of the Wizards as well so they'll have to see if they can score some points but it should be an interesting one obviously we've talked about it in the last couple of days the idea that the Bucks bench has really helped out I wrote some Something uh, about Thon Maker and kind of his thought process at ESPN Milwaukee today. We've talked about Delhi and his 28 to 2 assist to turnover uh, ratio in the last three games. So there's there's a lot to to think about with this Bucks team and getting contributions from. I mean, guys on the fringe, and that's kind of how you win games in the NBA, and that's how. In the, when it really matters, obviously you need you need your stars, but in a game in the start of January, your mid thirty or your thirty to fortieth game of the year, like yeah, bench guys having a big night can really help out. And the Bucks have gotten a couple of those lately, and we'll see if they can get one of those again this weekend in either of these games. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it, the the trust factor is still a huge question mark for the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, um, I, it's probably going to, and, and to be honest, they, they're going to have to win a lot of games for a while, for a while before I think we can start to feel more comfortable and, and to begin to think about discarding the, you know, don't ever trust the Bucks philosophy. Um, because again, I mean, all, all, all you can do is just play games and be consistent and perform at a high level. And that means beating up on bad teams Okay, this week, check mark. You beat up on a bad team, and it means competing at a high level and and actually beating good teams at yep. a at a reasonable clip. And um, obviously, this weekend, I would say, you know, you know, to to sweep the weekend would be very difficult. Um, I think you know it's not some failure if you if you you know only win one of these games. I think that's probably a solid result for this team. Um, I'm just gonna check real quick and just see what the the percentage odds are in these two games. So um, against the Raptors, the Raptors are a 54% favorite to win that game. They're minus one, and then uh, in the Wizards game because that's on the road, uh, the Wizards are a 67% favorite to win that game. They're minus four. So the Bucks are, you know, nominally not projected to win either of these games. But obviously, even against a good Raptors team, you hope that you can take care of them at home, or at least, yep. you know, give yourself a good chance to. Right? You wouldn't don't want to lose handily at, at home against anyone. And then the Wizards again. Yep, it's on the road. But um, as you said, this is a team that at some point you have to start beating this team. Um, these are teams, as you said, you know the the win. The, these games count for more because you do have potential tie breakers down the road there at stake so uh you know fingers crossed that the bucks can start living up to their potential more regularly and uh and obviously i think uh, we will not be picky about how they win games this weekend let's say <laughs> that if they want to win by one point in both games 
that would be just fine. And I don't think we're going to say that they, uh, they, they were underachieving in doing so. I would totally agree. Um, so we'll see what they do. Obviously two games this weekend. And then uh, I believe again on Monday. So another one of those three games and four days stretches, uh, for the bucks as they would have the Pacers at Indiana on Monday. So, uh, just kind of a, I mean, you don't want to say a big, a big three, four day stretch in the start of January, but as stretches in the start of January go, it's a big one. Uh, the Raptors and Wizards are two teams that are above you in the playoff picture and likely going to be there for the rest of the season, uh, or at least in the same area as you. And the Pacers are a team that are around there right now that may ultimately end up fading out of it, but still, that those are teams that you need to, to get wins against. So uh, a big weekend here for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, like we said, good news today. Uh, get out there, vote again. Yas did a Kumbo slash NBA vote or talk to your Alexa and you'll, you can <laughs> vote that way. Uh, whatever other ways Frank said as well. Uh, but you can vote a number of ways and uh, he is currently in the lead. So Giannis leads all-star voting in a big weekend for the Bucks. That is what you should take away from this podcast. And you should also take away that it was brought to you by MyBookie. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Use promo code LOMBA to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. We'll see if the Bucks play, win, and get paid this weekend. Because uh, they might not, but a tough test. That was Frank. I'm Eric. We will talk to you on probably Sunday night, and you'll get to hear us on Monday as uh, we recap the weekend and get you ready for the Pacers. Talk to you then.